0: Up on this episode of Sports Arcan Marcel. We recap a very exciting thrilling final week of this NFL season, and we preview and pick wild card weekend games with keys to victory. Plus, Black Monday and Who champions of the goddess football world, the best and worst of the week, and is the Golden State Warriors a lock to win it all. Now that Klay Thompson is back this day in sports history all right now on this episode of Sports Talk with Marcel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest edition of Sports Talk with Marcel, the very first of 2022. Hope you guys had a tremendous bringing in the new year of 2022. It should be a tremendous year. I know it will be for me and Sports Talk with Marcel. Um, this is episode sixty six, and this is on this beautiful, chilly Wednesday, January the twelfth, two thousand and twenty two. Everyone having a tremendous day, staying warm. I have my, I do have my hot chocolate on deck. Um, but we have so much to get into. We have so much to get into. We got the NBA, the national championship was this past Monday. Outrageous game. We're gonna get into that. NFL crazy, thrilling. If you if you was woke on the um, East Coast, that, man, that last game of the season was just unbelievable. I've seen probably the last, well, I'm sure I've seen the last stuff, but I was just, um, I caught it before. I caught it coming in from work, but it was unbelievable. We're going to get into that. This day in sports history and the best and the worst of the week, but you already know what we got to start off. The Georgia Bulldogs are champions of the college football world um, as they defeat the Alabama Crimson Tide 33-18. Now, this game was very competitive in that first half, very competitive. Um, Stinson Bennett, play, he played a tremendous game, 17-26, to two hundred twenty. Four yards, two touchdowns. That I he, he caught, he caught, he cuffed, he cuffed the ball up a couple of times. But Bryson, uh, Bryce Young, he did with so much he could do. Thirty-five of fifty-seven, three hundred and sixty-nine yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Now, the greatest thing about this game is, you know, Alabama had some key injuries that first half, um, I believe that first half, and it's pretty much was like determined. Off their injuries, I kind of felt like Alabama had a chance to win. They was 9 of 20 on third down. You know, Georgia was 4 of 12. But their defense came to play, man. You you have to give Georgia defense. Everybody giving credit to, you know, they saying that Georgia won based off Alabama defense. It's just, it's just nonsense to me. You know, Georgia, I mean, um, Alabama had chances to win. I kind of knew it was over. Once Bennett threw that touchdown, I believe it made it twenty three to eighteen. I kind of knew it was over because I'm not sure Alabama knew how to answer that. And then I believe they have a um, they had a um, a, a four and out, and they punted the ball away. I kind of if I was next say, I probably would have went for that. That was it was mid fourth quarter. I probably would have went for it. I believe it was like four and eight, but. They punted the ball away back to Georgia. Georgia got the ball again and just and just scored again. And then a the pick six, it, it was definitely over. Thirty made it thirty-three to eighteen. It was nothing um Alabama could really do. They lost their key players. You know, and I and I understand that it's very unfortunate. Um Jamison um five um i I forget his name. I think his name I think his um I forget his uh, first name, but it's Williams um, Jamison Williams, he came, went out with ACL, man. It's just that's a tough, that's a tough way to end the game. I mean, go to leave a game is an ACL injury, but he didn't finish the game, and it just opened up things for Georgia. and They made plays. This game was very close into that fourth quarter, and that's when you know it just erupted. I, I'm kind of, I was, I was really kind of like surprised Georgia won because. If you listen to my pod, if you've been listening to my podcast for the last, I would say, two to three months, I wasn't so high on Alabama. I really wasn't going into the season, but once once they dropped their game to, um Texas A&M, I kind of was like off the bandwagon. I was just, I was just. I just didn't really care about it no more because they was the number one team, and they they, even though they beat Georgia at the SEC championships, I felt I felt like they still didn't deserve to be in a position they they was in, but they they won and they got to where they got to. But man, we'll see who gets the last laugh. That's unbelievable. I'm kind of happy for Georgia, but you have to look at it next year. Alabama gonna be in the same. Same position next year. You just have you just have to see it. They get their revenge. Um Kirby Smart beat finally beat the the teacher. There's just something special about that, man. It's just really something special about that. Being in that Nick Saban organization, being under Nick Saban. It's something it very is it's something special to beat the person that, you know, you was under. It's just something special about that. Well congrats to Georgia and the Bulldogs, you know, a long time coming, man. At nineteen eighty, last time they was national champs, so it should be a tremendous thing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just really looking forward to next year to see how they're going to do this playoff thing because it is they voted and all of this. I just really want to see how they do that. But big kudos, to Alabama, man! They had a tremendous season. Um, it, it's, it's 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 funny how Georgia. Um, Fourteen or one. They only lost. the only one loss was to Alabama in the SEC championship. So, you know, all good things um, must come to the end for Alabama. We saw that last uh, Monday night, and it was just, it was just, I was just in awe. I was, I was shocked. I just couldn't believe that the game was so close. I kind of thought it was going to be a blowout or uh, uh, a re, um, uh, a same situation from the SEC championship early December. But it was something to see. It was something special to see. It really was. But, hey, man, we shall see next year. Now we're going to get into this NFL, this um, thrilling NFL, last um, week of the season, first time, week 18. And we started off Saturday night, um, Kansas City and Denver. Uh, Kansas City defeat the Denver Broncos. They absolutely fired their coach right after the game. It wasn't nothing. Like, it was the I believe it was after the game or a day after the game. Twenty-eight to fourteen, Brass Mahomes did what he did, twenty-seven to forty-four, two hundred and seventy yards, two touchdowns. Kansas City needed this win to secure the number one spot only if the Tennessee Titans lost, which they didn't which we will get into a little bit um down the line. Drew Locke, um, this is probably the end of the row for him as a Bronco. 12 24 162 yards no touchdowns um i believe he um had a fumble uh, but i'm i'm still in belief. i'm i'm still in disbelief that Kansas City have now beat Denver Broncos 13 straight times 13 straight times unbelievable Dallas and Philadelphia Eagles both teams are already secured their playoff spots but man Dallas, this game was pretty close until Dallas just, you know, took off. Fifty-one to of twenty-six. Derek pressed the Dak Prescott, twenty-one to twenty-seven. Two hundred and ninety-six yards, five touchdowns. Um, um, Garner Menchu, nineteen of 33, 186 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. The game is, um, Dallas, um, Dallas made a few mistakes against the Eagles, and as it's not like it they have Eagles down both. The Eagles pretty much cannot beat Dallas unless they discover a run game. They just don't have a run game. And it's unbelievable. It really is because they, they was, back in the early 2000s, they was known for their run game with McNabb, with West, uh, Westbrook, um, Brian Westbrook, Brandon Westbrook, whatever. I forgot it's Brandon, Brian, Brian Westbrook. They hit a run game with Deuce Staley, too. They had a run game, and that's all they was. They was always the team that had a run game, and as last couple of years, they haven't had that. Um, the Washington uh, football team defeat the New York Giants. Both teams in straight garbage this year alone. New York Giants, horrible team. It's 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 pretty it's pretty uh, embarrassing the fact that the way New York Giants lost. Just unbelievable. It really is. They really they act like they didn't even want to win a game. Twenty-two to seven. I'm sure nobody watched. Tyler Henneke, nine of eighteen, hundred and twenty yards. They started um um Georgia Bulldog himself, Jake Um from, um 15 to 31. Uh, one touchdown, one hundred one and three yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. He pretty much didn't do nothing. And one thing I must say about the Giants. They had no points in the quarter. They scored no, absolutely no points points in the fourth quarter. Six and seventeen on, on 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 third. Three turnovers. They got out rushed almost about two hundred yards. Two twenty six to ninety four. But the biggest thing, the biggest thing the Giants have been so horrible in, is drafting. They draft um the I believe the guy the wide receiver, he's. Still have to produce. Pro- still have to produce, but he still have time. He's a rookie, but the quarterback position they have failed tremendously. Man, they have failed. I don't even know what they're going to do. I-, I really don't know what they can do from here. I really don't. Is 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 even more hilarious that New York City is suing New Jersey for the. It's just. It's just. It's just complete. Just. Garbage. It's just really garbage. I don't know if it's the city or it's the fan. They are suing New Jersey because their teams are in New Jersey. Like, this has been going on for decades. (laughs) This is nothing new. They are so garbage. The New York Jets and the New York Giants are probably the worst teams in the entire state of New York. (laughs) It's just unbelievable, man. It really is. The Cincinnati Bengals went to uh, Cleveland and they did pretty much put up a fight. 21-16. Um, um Chase Um Um Keenum. Chase Keenum, 17 to 24, 176 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. The guy named Bryson, I believe um, Bry, um I forgot his name, Brock Allen. 15 of 29, 136 yards, one touchdown. Cleveland to Cincinnati wants twenty one one twenty six, two two um two oh six excuse me to seventy nine. Cincinnati really was just they didn't want it, so they just rest their players. Hey, I understand, but you had a you 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 had something on the line. They could actually hit the number one seed. where they couldn't, but knowing that Tennessee and Kansas City won. Pittsburgh, no, back to Cleveland. Cleveland have a big decision to make when it comes to Baker Mayfield. Now, this year was the year that everybody was kind of picking them to go to a bowl. I really wasn't picking them to go to bowl. I think they could have had a chance, but I really wasn't, you know, like so high on them going. Um, but I believe they're really going to just sign Baker Mayfield, probably franchise tag him, because if you ask me, what can they go from here? There's no good free agents, no good free agent quarterbacks at that. and I'm sure they're not going to want to come to Cleveland because that's one thing people look at. They look at the money and they look at the weather of the city. And I know for sure nobody ain't going to want to play no matter how much they get paid. Well, some may, some some will, some won't. But some won't look at, they won't give a damn how much they get paid, like, that cold weather it can be it can affect your game. It really can. Um so I believe they're gonna bring it back for probably another year to prove itself and hopefully he do better next year because if he don't, if he gonna be another he gonna be the latest quarterback added to that. Quarter Cleveland quarterbacks of just completely garbage. Like they last man, they have the for, like, the last 10, 15 years, they have drafted the, probably the worst quarterbacks ever. Ever. Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Baltimore Ravens 16-13 overtime. This was a tremendous game, probably emotional game for Ben Roethlisberger. They, they treated him so well. The team that really was his arch archenemy, the team that really was in his way almost every year when he was in his um, heyday, uh, thirty or forty-four, two hundred and forty-four yards, one touchdown, one interception. You just knew the Stillers was going to win this game, and, and I knew, and I, and I, I kind of knew it because I don't believe the team, not even the team. Um, I don't think he will go out like this to lose your last game. Like that's kinda tough. Um, uh, but you know, t- um Tyler um Huntley, sixteen to thirty one yards, um, sixteen to thirty one, 141 yards to the interception, didn't have his then have one of his best games, and we all understood uh, that. three or fourteen on third down for the Baltimore Ravens. They did out rush. Um they did rush um Pittsburgh two um uh, two I mean, um, the yeah, they did outrush Pittsburgh two hundred forty nine yards to seventy nine in a losing effort. It was just, it was just, it was just amazing to see that Baltimore showed Ben Roethlisberger that love and that appreciation for the game. It was just something special. Green Bay Packers and Detroit Lions 30, 30, 37 to thirty. Detroit Lions come um, get a. Um, a a good a good win. I won't say a great win because the last game of the season really didn't really mean anything for them, but um, I've heard plenty of people say this because, you know, Dan Campbell is a tremendous, tremendous person. It seemed like he could be a, a hell of a coach if he have the right um, players around with him. But this Detroit team can be very, very interesting the next coming years. If they get a good... Um, a good, a good, solid defense and a decent running back with Jared Goff, and he stopped turning the ball over. This team could be a playoff team in like a year or two. They really can. Aaron Rodgers before he left the game for fourteen of eighteen hundred and um, hundred and thirty eight yards, two touchdowns, and they get and they put Jordan Love in. He's just straight, straight up garbage. Like this dude have. I really don't think he could be a good starting quarterback, in my opinion. 10 of 17, yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, two straight interceptions. Jared Goff balled out, two, 21 of 30, um, 238 yards and two touchdowns. Like I said, Detroit um can be a very dangerous team at some point next coming year or two. Green Bay really have nothing to play for. That's why they put – Jordan love to see what they could do, but I, I promise you, and, I, and I'm just waiting to see this. I'm just waiting to see when Green Bay leave. What? what I mean, when Aaron Rodgers leave, what would be where the place he will go, and what would the Packers do? Because man, I know they not sold on Jordan Love because after that game, the game that he played, oh lord, just imagine that for the um, for a full season. Man, the Packers would probably be the worst team in the league. Now on to the team that absolutely stuck up the joint. Lose their last two. Two chances of getting the playoff. That, I'm, that who I'm talking about is the Indianapolis Colts. They go to Jacksonville, They where they haven't even won since 2014. They lose the Jaguars 26 to Jaguars 26-11. to you had a chance to get into the postseason to play your division rivals. The team that have is now picking twice in two years. I mean, picking, have the number one pick for the second straight year. And you let them humiliate humiliate you and bounce you out of the playoff. It's just unbelievable, man. Um, um, Trevor Lawrence... Then turn the ball over, 23 of 32, 223 yards, two touchdowns. Carson Wentz played absolutely trash. 17 of 29, 185 yards, one touchdown, one interception. The interception, he threw it directly to the the, um, cornerback. I think it was a linebacker or a cornerback. He threw the ball directly to him. This is absolutely the worst this is the most disappointed team in the league. They beat Patriots. They beat the Cardinals. And they just fumble. They just threw away opportunities opportunity to make it to the postseason. This is how bad it is for the Colts fans. You made the postseason last year with an older Philip Rivers. Now you get bounced out the playoff by a Carson Wentz. A guy that can even lead his team to Super Bowl. Unbelievable, man. Any any app is four or twelve on third down, they can do absolutely nothing. Carson was running for his life. Six sacks. Just horrible. Straight up garbage for the Colts. And man, if if they I don't know what they wanna do at the quarterback position, but you already know you have a star in um Jonathan Taylor. Just very unfortunate for this team to have two chances to make the postseason and blow both of them. Chicago Bears go to Minnesota and lose thirty one to seventeen. Kirk Cousins fourteen to twenty two, two hundred fifty yards, three touchdowns. Andy Dalton thirty three of forty eight, three hundred twenty five yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. I will. I would I would be very disappointed if he is back in a bear uniform. The the the. the the Bears are absolutely garbage, and it's the reason why they did what they did Monday, which is Black Monday. We will get to that in just a moment. Out they got outscored in the fourth quarter twenty-one to zero. Couldn't do absolutely nothing because of they was getting sacked. Seven sacks, five for fifteen on third, and one for six on fourth. That offensive line has probably been the worst in the last five than I've seen in an entire than than I've ever seen in football than I ever seen this since I've been watching football and that's been a long damn time. The offensive line, they absolutely they cannot read nothing. It's been the worst for the last for the last at least five years straight. They have probably bottom of the barrel. Tennessee and Houston. Tennessee um 28-25 around hill 23 of 32 um, two hundred eighty-seven yards, four touchdowns. Devin Mills, David, um, um, Davis Mills. This dude, I really believe he could be a decent quarterback, not an elite quarterback. I think he could be a good decent quarterback if the Houston Texans do to um um do more with their defense on a They need more help on the defense side of the ball. Honestly, um, this team can really be special next year. Really, be special next year. Try to get um Desha- Deshaun Watson out of the left or get him some good draft picks or some form. Um, but he had a tremendous game twenty three or thirty three three hundred and one yards, three touchdowns. He didn't turn the ball over, and it was just very is. I'm 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 very excited to see what they do with this young man because. I believe he could be a decent quarterback, and I keep saying it, but I really believe it. If he don't, only if he do not turn the ball over, if he don't turn the ball over, I think the team have a good chance to make the postseason. next year. a good chance, probably a last wild card, probably a second or the last wild card. Um, but the ceiling, the sky's the limit for the Houston Texans for the future. New Orleans Saints go to Atlanta and take care of them, 30-20. Tyson Hill left the game. Uh, before he left the game, he was 7-9 of 107 yards, one touchdown. Came in, Trevor Simeon, um, 9 for 15 71 yards, two touchdowns. My Ryan probably played um, his last game at Atlanta Falcons. I know there's reports out there saying that they're not going to give up on him, but who knows, man. You have, this January, all season really – Training camp they don't even get started to probably July. You at least have like a five month span. I believe, I really do believe he's gonna get traded at some point. He's gonna get traded or he's gonna release, cause man, that Super Bowl, um, that Super Bowl letdown is really, is that is that is cursing them, the Atlanta Falcons, from doing anything, and, and you can just see it every single season. They bottom of their division. They are bottom of their division. Since the Super Bowl, they are bottom of their division. Twenty of thirty-three of Matt Ryan, two hundred and sixteen yards, more times that one interception. But the but the player of the game was, you know, Ivan um Alvin Kamara. 146 on the ground of 30 carries. And the line of three to t- three of ten you know, on third, three turnovers is not going to get it done on any day. Even if it's the even if you playing a team like New Orleans, they ain't on the play for. Well, I don't know why, but I couldn't believe they asked the other just to make the postseason. Seattle goes to Arizona and take care of the Cardinals, thirty-eight to thirty. Russell Wilson. And, and and this is not no rumor. This is not any uh, speculation. Any, um, uh, breaking news. It's more of a. It's more of a. Guarantee. I don't think Russell Wilson will be in a Seahawks uniform next season. I just don't. This is their second losing season, the second straight season that they didn't go to the postseason. Fifteen to twenty six, two hundred and thirty eight yards, three um, touchdowns, one interception. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. They have. They have. They have. They. They are finishing this season horrible, and to start, just like they say, every year in football, every year in every sport. It's not how you start. Is how you finish. The Arizona Cardinals started so high; they the most complete team in the league, or they they have big chances. We bow. Now look at them. You lose to the bottom. You lose to a team that's in the bottom of your division in your house. What do that say about you? Do you actually, do you actually think they have a chance to go on the road and be um, L.A. Rams? Was we gonna take? We gonna we going we're gonna um we're gonna preview them games and we're gonna pick them too. And I'm gonna give you my keys to the games. But man, Arizona have been looking horrible for the last month or two. The New York Jets go to Buffalo and lose, as usual, 27 to 10. I don't even remember the last time the Jets won a Buffalo, to be honest with you. Josh Dollar, 220, um, 24 of 45, to 89 yards, two touchdowns. Zach Wilson, 7 of 20. He can do absolutely nothing. Um, 87 yards, one touchdowns. Um, the Buffalo Bills I rushed them 170 to 48. The Jets have no run game whatsoever. They was one for 14. I, I still cannot believe this. One of fourteen? Mad sacks? And they scored 10 points. That is unbelievable. But I I, I do give Giants credit. Because they at least have a quarterback that is that have potential. He absolutely have potential. Only if he don't turn the ball over, man. If he don't turn the ball over and they and they fan a run game, the Jets will be decent. The Giants, man, I don't know what the t- I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. But the Giants are horrible. The Jets horrible this year, but they have a, a bright fruits. I do believe they have a bright fruits in Jack Wilson. Uh, but man, 1 of 14, though. 1 14. Converted one first down out of 14. That's unbelievable. Carolina, Tampa Bay. Carolina, I, I just knew this game was going to be a blowout. It's just nothing. It's, it's just not a surprise to me. Uh, 41 to 17. Tom Brady. It's just. It, Unbelievable to me that he could still play at an MVP level. I know everybody's saying, even his coach said, "If you don't win MVP, it's gonna be a it's uh, gonna be a tragedy." Well, Bruce Aarons, AB, it's gonna be a, well, just get ready for it to be a tragedy because he's the MVP of the league, but he's not the MVP this year. He's just not. He lost to New Orleans twice. And one of them games was a shutout in U.S. Stadium. I think he lost MVP that day. Um, Sam Donald, 27 to 47. 219 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. This guy is just, I don't, it's just, every time I think of him, I think of the old, the the, the videos they used to show him at USC and how he's going to be this, how he's going to be that. And this dude on his second team. And what last four, three, four years? Like man, this is uh, this is a sad story. Sam Darnold, Sam Darnison is a sad story. Four fourteen on third, they had no chance to win at all. The only chance they had when it was zero to zero. That's it. Once Tampa scored, it was they wasn't gonna win at all. The score can be twenty to fifty. The score could be twenty to zip, and Temple will still find a way to win. That's how horrible Carolina is. If you if you sold if you sold on Carolina, you was not a legit football fan. You just not. It's just no way you could just root for a team that's just been trash. The New England Patriots go to Miami and blow another W away. The team that they lost to week one, they lose to again. 31-24, to Tua um, of 15-22, 109 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Matt Jones, 20-30, 261 yards, one touchdown, one inception. Miami just going to have their number, man. They just have their number for the last two seasons. They do. Uh, San Francisco and the LA Rams. This game I actually saw. I kind of thought it would have been over 17 0. I really did. But man, the Jimmy Garoppolo of 23 or 32, 316 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions, and a winning effort. They came back, storming back, and they just took care, of the, the Saturday, they took care of the LA Rams. They really took care of the LA Rams. It was just unbelievable. It really was. Uh, Matthew Stafford continuously. Turn the ball over. Continuously turn the ball over. 21 of 32. 238 yards. Three touchdowns. And again, two interceptions. He is really showing you the Detroit Lions version of him. He really is. They led 17-3 at half. But I got outscored fourth quarter in overtime, 24-7. They can do absolutely nothing. Now, The L.A. Rams' defense are horrible. You have three legit elite, you can't really say elite no more. You got Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and Jalen Ramsey. And you tell me, you get outscored 24-7 in the fourth quarter in overtime. The L.A. Rams, the L.A. Rams... They have no identity on whatsoever on offense. They have no run game. <clears> oh, <throat> excuse me. They have no run game. <clears throat> they have no run game at all. And the final game of the season was 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 game of the year already to me. Um the LA Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. Man, this was a tremendous game. I was just um, I was just glued to the TV because I, I just could not believe what was going on. Now, let me set you up. The Pittsburgh dealer, this Pittsburgh Steelers has already clinched the post the playoff, and all Pittsburgh needed was this game to not go into a tie. And I promise you, I kind of thought it was. I kind of thought it was. Um, Derek Carr can to play, man. He's a he's a tremendous dude. Uh, I, I, I I can see it through his interviews and press conferences. 186 yards, two touchdowns. He is a tremendous leader. He is a tremendous leader, and I just love his passion for the game. Thirty four of um, sixty four of Justin Herbert. He, he's gonna be. He's just gonna be something special. And the fruits he have a bright fruits. Tell me, telling you, LA Chargers have a bright fruits with this man right here. Um, 300, um, 383 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. The uh, LA Chargers they didn't convert so much so good on third down, but man, did they convert on six and seven? They had this game was really, it was really, it was really good. LA Chargers, I think they converted like about three straight fourth downs. To tie this score, to tie it up 32 all. But that, man, it was just a tremendous game to see. I, I know I I the words cannot words cannot really express how good this game was. It, it was just something special to see. You just had to be there um, to see it. But that was the final game of the season, which was the best game of the season. And now we're gonna transition over. Uh, should I do Black Monday? No, we're gonna do Black Monday right now. Um No, we no, we're gonna go to We're gonna go to um This day in sports, then we're gonna be back on um Black Monday. It is now time for this day in sports history. In 1971, the 21st NBA All-Star Game, San Diego Sports Arena. The West beat the East 108-107. MVP was Lenny Wilkins of the Seattle Supersonics, point guard. The oldest MVP in All-Star history at the age of 33, scores 21 points. In 1988, Pittsburgh Pirates outfield the first baseman Willie Stargill, elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. In 2006, during the emotional ceremony, Mark Messier, the number 11 jersey, is retired by the New York Rangers. In 2013, the Mile High Miracle. In the AFC Division playoff game, the Denver Broncos ahead of Baltimore Ravens 35 28, with 109 remaining. Quarterback Joe Flacco Hills, 70 yard touchdown pass to wide receiver Jacoby Jones to tie the game. Ravens going to win in overtime. And in 2015, college Football National Championship 18 Stadium Arlington, Texas. The number four Ohio State Buckeyes defeat the number two Oregon Ducks 42 to 20. This has been This Day in Sports History. That was this day in sports history. Before we move on to the NBA, we have Black Monday. If you don't want to know what Black Monday is, that's what we've seen this past Monday when NFL coaches was let go of some. A, a bit a surprise to me personally. But, of course, Matt Nagy had to go. 34, 30, 34 31 in the three-year span. He went to the playoffs two times. That year, first year, was very lucky to me. I was kind of surprised that they let go GM on uh, Ryan Pace. But if you look at it, he had to go to you. You drafted Mitch Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. That's something you can never take back. Um, Vic Fangio. Fangio was fired a day after his um, after his last game. which was Saturday night. He got fired Sunday morning. He had a 19-30 record and 19-30 um, record, and he no postseason playoff. It is very ironic that Vin, Vic Vingio, that used to be the Bears' defensive coordinator, was their Matt Nagy first season. Now they both gone around the same time. What a coincidence. The New York Giants fired Joe Judge, Tuesday afternoon, and they GM David Getterman retired after the game. I don't know what to say about the New York Giants, but but besides they horrible, probably the worst front office in all of sports, you let a guy retire and then fire the coach two days later. I, I just don't understand that. You should... I, would, I, I don't know if it, any kind of way they can get they service back from David Gettman. This guy is basically just like a bank robber. Honestly, he gave, he came in, did what he wanted to do, and you just sat and watched and could not do nothing about him as he just destroyed your franchise and picked Daniel Jones as the quarterback that he knew that he could be. He can be Eli Manning if he really wanted to or he really tried. And Eli Manning is not a good quarterback of himself. The Super Bowls wins was very lucky. He's a, Is he a Hall of Famer? No. This will be the fifth, and I can believe this, this will be the fifth coach that they hired this year in the last five years. If that don't say nothing about your franchise, I don't know what will. Your fifth coach in five years years. I, I couldn't believe it. I just really couldn't. And of course, Mike Zimmer, um, Zimmerman, he's gone. Of course, well, with him in the GM, he's a tremendous coach. Seventy-two or fifty-six, um, in one, um, tie, two, of, two, um, two and three in the postseason. I just knew it was time for him to go. I really did. Those uh, playoff runs could have been good a couple years ago, but man the last two years have been absolutely awful absolutely awful um i think he's i think his time was done when he traded um 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 digs. you don't let a a, a a number one receiver go like that you just don't and a big surprise to me personally and i will tell you it's a big surprise but i'm kind of glad and i'm going to tell you why Brian Flores, 24-25 record with the Miami Dolphins, was fired Monday. Now, we don't know why he was fired, to tell you the truth. You start your season in New England, you beat New England, which he have beat New England four or six times. That is the that is something any coach will want to do to beat your your rival, which is the Patriots in AFC East. It's damn sure ain't the Jets. <laughs> it's, it's damn sure ain't the Jets and the, and the Dolphins. you the coach of Miami Dolphins because, of course, it wouldn't be the Dolphins. But it's damn sure not the Jets, it's the New England Patriots. For the last I don't know how many years, let's we'll say 20, 10, 20 years they have dominated that division and you want to beat that team. And he did that four out of six times. But the reason why I'm I'm kind of glad he did because I've thought about this. As a sports fan, I really believe he will be a perfect fit as a Chicago Bears coach. Not just him, but I will bring along Lewis Riddick of the ESPN Monday Night Football um, commentating team. I will bring him in as the GM, and I will hire him Brian Brad Flores as the head coach. Can you just imagine what the Bears would be in two years? Can you just imagine? Because me personally, I don't think it's nobody on TV talking sports that knows anything about the front office more than Lewis Riddick. This dude is—is—I is, I tell you, if I was the Bears, I would be on the phone with Lewis Riddick as soon as possible, because he have a a football man. And the way he speak on Brian Flores, I'm for sure if the Bears hire him, he will call Brian Flores like, you know, I want to hire you as my coach. I don't need to interview or nothing. And I believe he will be a good Bears coach. But why Miami fire him? I don't know. They say it was kind of a mixture between the front office of him picking Tua and Justin Herbert. They made a mistake. I kind of thought they would have go with Justin. But they made a mistake. They really did. They ain't got to pay it for the rest, uh, for the last you know five or ten years because Justin Herbert gonna be something special, and I, I already know that for sure. You give him a good defense, um, you give him a good defense and a coach that know how to you know work that. By the way, he did call a timeout. Both his, I just can't believe that. I, there's no way you overtime and you call a timeout. And that's why I forgot the point. I forgot the point on that. A pinpoint on that. He called a timeout because he thought the team was gonna gonna try to run the clock out to get the last field goal, and which they absolutely did. But that changed up their plan. Do you call your teams to the postseason? Is anyway? But I think Brian Flores would be a good coach. I think he uh, not not just a good coach. I think he would be the coach a perfect fit for the Chicago Bears. NBA Tuesday action games: the Oklahoma City losing the Washington Wizards one twenty two to one eighteen. Kyle Kuzma is balling. You can just you can just see it. Kyle Kuzma has just been playing remarkable since the LA Lakers traded him. Very remarkable. Since the LA Lakers trade him, let me find my other nose for the okay, there we go. Um 29 points, five rebounds, three assists for um three assists for Kyle Kuzma. The Philly the Phoenix Suns take care of the Toronto um Toronto Raptors. Um ninety nine to 95. Washington did win a game 122, 118, by the way. Phoenix won their game against Toronto Raptors, ninety nine to ninety five. Jay Crowder led the Suns in scoring nineteen points. Um, Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies on a ten game win streak, folks. They are can be they are a scary team every single season. They can be a very scary team. If they they get in that top five, man. They're probably in the top five. I'm for sure. But if they get in that top five. Man, watch out for them. But they take care of Golden State Warriors 116 and 108. John Morant 29 points. Curry had a triple double 27 and 10, 10, 10, 10 assists 10 rebounds. The Chicago Bulls, another team that's been tremendously been doing great things this year 133, and 80, 133 to 87 of the Detroit Pistons. Nikolai Vucic 22 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Man, there the, it, it, it is I rumors out there saying that the Bulls could be making a trade for no other than my boy Derrick Rose. Which he he is injured right now. He is a um, re, um, um rehabbing um stages. But man, can you just imagine if they bring him back? And, and what they've given up is not much. It would be giving up. Troy, um, Toby White and um Derek Jones Jr. Which they good role players, but <laughs> I would take Rose over them any day. Let's just be honest. A former MVP. Not just former MVP, the youngest MVP in NBA history. I would take him over those. I don't care about the MVP Rose. We know, we know, we know. We know we will never see that Rose again. We know that because of injuries. But, man, can you just imagine that? Because he do deserve he do deserve a championship. Man, what other place will win is it in your – team that not only drafts you, but where you from. He will be a legend forever. He don't got to be the reason we win. He to be part of the team. And he'll be a legend forever. He already a legend. But he'll be a legend forever in the city of Chicago. Minnesota, Lose to Orleans. New Orleans is a horrible team. 128 to 125. Brand um, Brandon Ingram, 33 of 9. Um, 33 points and 9 assists and 4 rebounds. Um, the Denver Nuggets. But let me... Let me um, uh, back backpedal to the New Orleans Pelicans. Zion Williamson hasn't played this entire season. I don't know what the hell is going on with this dude, but he, he really needs someone in his camp. Um, he really needs someone in his camp to um tell him that you know you two be here. honestly at your level at at the way you're going he's not gonna he's not gonna be in the league for long. I just feel it it it, it could be harsh but it's it's is the, it's the truth and i've I've said this going into the c i said this when he's coming into the n b a his sides i don't believe in it I don't believe he will be in the league more than five or ten years, and he haven't even played. He haven't even been in the league for three years. He have missed majority of those first two seasons. He have missed more games than he played. Let's just put it that way. The Denver Nuggets lose to the um, L.A. Clippers without Paul George. I don't know what's going on with the um, the Nuggets. 87 to um, 85. Uh, Amir Coffey, 18.7 assists and five rebounds. Um this has been a, been a very strange season. Oh, A very strange season in the NBA. Um, you have Kawhi Leonard still out. Um, Lakers still horrible. Uh, Memphis doing great things. The Bulls doing great things. Kyrie Irving playing only road games. And, man, it's just it's just a season that we never thought we would see happen the way it happened. And, and, and you have the um, – and I'm and I'm very disappointed about it, honestly, because these games is not exciting. The NBA really don't get excited to close the postseason. It really don't. Um, tonight's games is the Charlotte Hornets in Philadelphia. The Boston Celtics go to Indianapolis, Indiana, to play the Pacers. Orlando Magic are or in Washington to play the um, Washington Wizards. Miami Atlanta should be a tremendous game. Dallas and New York Knicks, another tremendous game. Houston and San Antonio, Cleveland and Utah. Speaking of Cleveland, they have been a very surprising team this year, too. The L.A. Lakers and the Sacramento Kings. Even though the Sacramento Kings are horrible, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Lakers. That's how that's how horrible the Lakers are. And the game I'm sure watching is the Brooklyn Nets in the Chicago. In Chicago. Thursday games, another good one. Golden State and Milwaukee should be a tremendous game. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves are in Memphis to play the Grizzlies. You can basically count the Grizzlies, 11 straight. L.A. Clippers and the New Orleans Pelicans, the uh, Oklahoma City um, Thunder is in Brooklyn to face the Nets. And the Portland Trailblazers are in Denver to play the Nuggets. Now let's get to these wild card games. This should be a tremendous, tremendous wild card weekend. The only bad thing about this wild card weekend is most of these games not even being played. Most of these games are being played on the weekend, but for some reason, NFL decided they want to have a Monday night wild card. I don't, I, I really don't understand. But let's get to the first set of games, Saturday games. Cleveland, I mean, the, the, I wish. The Vegas, um, the Las Vegas Raiders and the Cincinnati Bengals, the LA, the Las Vegas um, Raiders, they only keep, they only, they keep matchup is um, to stop Jamar Chase. If they do not stop him, it's over. It's going to be a long day for that secondary. And of course, as always, every team's goals is don't turn the ball over. But Raiders, you can't turn the ball over because, Cleveland, they playing – I mean, they playing well, – why I keep saying Cleveland? Cincinnati is good at home. They are very good at home. They lost some close games at home, but they are tough to beat at home. Don't turn the ball over. Um, Raiders cannot turn the ball over. Um, Cincinnati, the Cincinnati's keys to the game, keys to victory, is to control the clock, no field goals. They need to score all touchdowns because if you score field goals, you give Raiders still a chance – to be in that game. And and you don't want that. If I had to pick this game as much as I want to go for the Raiders, as much as I want to go for Derek Carr to win his first game. And that's the best thing about these games. Joe Burrow playing his first NFL playoff game. I, I will go with the Cincinnati Bengals. I will go to with the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it's very tough to win on a roll in uh, football. Um if that weather factor, for sure I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals The New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills, the New England Patriots did beat Buffalo in Buffalo early this season. That win was a big factor, and that's the reason why New England, their first key to the game is, key to victory is to run a ball. They have to run a ball, no turnovers whatsoever. If you give every team no turnovers, but if New England turning the ball over, it could be a long day, long day for them because that gives Buffalo that momentum. Um, but Buffalo that momentum and it's gonna be over. That, that Buffalo, that my, Buffalo Mafia gonna be in attendance for sure. Um, uh, Buffalo keys to victory, get, run, get the run game going early. Devin Singletary had a tremendous game last week. You have to get him going early. And and, and for the remainder of the game, if you get him going or um he's a somehow cannot get go get going himself, you have to feed um um digs. You have to feed Diggs. I believe he's a matchup no one wants to see. He give defensive coordinators match nightmare my matchup problems for sure. Um Sunday Games, Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Me no me uh, Buffalo, I would pick a really it's a tough one because both of these games, both of these uh teams split both seasons, but I I had to pick, I would go with Buffalo. I'm I'm still right with Buffalo get the Super Bowl. I believe they are a very complete team. Sunday game, Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Um, even though me personally, and you know, you know who I'm picking when I say this. You will know who I'm picking when I say this. I don't think Philadelphia have a chance to win. But their keys the game is to get don't get down, do not get down. If they get down more than a touchdown, it is the game is over. They have to run the ball. They really do. Take much time of that clock, especially if you have the lead. Run the ball. Have to play that clock. Keep Tom Brady off that field because the more you're on that field, the more you have a chance of getting scored on. Because let's be honest, Philadelphia don't have a good defense. They don't. Um, Dallas just put 50-burger on them last week. So it's just not going to happen. Tampa Bay, no turnovers. Control. Devonte here. I mean Devontae Smith, because I believe he can have a tremendous game. And they secondary is all beat up. So if he have a good game and the Tampa Bay um turning the ball over, not gonna be a good day for Tampa Bay. But I'm still going to Tampa Bay. I think it's gonna be a very close game simply because the postseason. Um if it was any other day like they play, it would be a blowout. Um San Francisco 49ers in Dallas. Should be a tremendous game. It's the first time they actually man the postseason since 94, which the Dallas Cowboys did with Super Bowl that year. But San Francisco keys to victory is no turnovers. Can't turn the ball over, no, no way, no how. Um, they have to stop the run at two out a monitor from um, um, Paula and, and Jett, um, um Elliott, they have to stop them. They have to. Um, Dallas keys to victory is to run a ball with that two out of monsters. And I have to say it three times because it seems like Dallas don't know how to do it as much. Score, score, score. Touchdowns that is. on oh, they don't need field goals. They get they don't need field goals. They need touchdowns to get to beat the 49ers. But I'm gonna go with the upset right now. I think the 49ers are coming off a really high victory. A really high I really are coming off they're coming off with a, a good good victory in LA against the Rams. I think they're going to keep that track rolling. I think they're going to eliminate the Dallas Cowboys um, this upcoming Sunday. Um, Sunday night, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Kansas City Chiefs. Pittsburgh Steelers, your keys to victory is you got to score early. We know you didn't score early last time you played then, which you lost 36-10. You cannot score 10 points in this game. It's going to be over early. Uh, you could be up 10 going to the fourth, or you could be, down, TN going to the fourth, but they have to score early. Um They have, they gotta find a way to. They're not going to stop Travis Kelsey. They have to at least slow him down. If they be able to slow him down, control the tempo and, and score early, they have a chance to win. Kansas City' keys to victory is to stop the run. Najee Harris, man, this dude is legit, and he gonna be. He's gonna be running, running, running. And I know if still is. They're going to run around them ball, especially in that kind of weather. It's just to keep Patrick home off the field. And in Kansas City, your, your ultimate thing is to c- control time of possession. The more time you have, on the, the more times you have the ball is the more times you be able to score. To score. And does Pittsburgh not going to be able to keep up with it? Was they not? And that's why I'm Kansas City. I think Kansas City going to beat them by at least a touchdown or two. Now. Whoever decided to have Monday night on football, please don't do this ever again. Because it's called Wild Card Weekend for a reason. It really, is. it really is. When you say Wild Card Weekend, you say Wild Card Weekend, not Wild Card Weekend in a game on Monday. It just don't have the same. It just don't have the same meaning. It just don't. The Arizona Cardinals and the LA Rams. Just their third time, meet. They split. They split the season series. Arizona keys to victory is the fourth turnovers. They have to get turnovers because it seems like they haven't been doing that for the last couple of weeks. And they have to score points early. They really do. Um, L.A. Rams keys to victory. No dumb turnovers. Like Matthew Stafford throwing picks. It's just not gonna not gonna work. Control. Um, control. Um, James Connor. I think his name James, John, whatever his name is, Connor. Um, LA Rams, you have to control him because this dude went off on y'all last time. He really did, even in a losing effort when y'all played him in Arizona, he went off. So those kids are ready to. I had to pick a winner. It's tough because both teams don't know how to to, to turn the ball over. I will go with the I will go with the LA Rams to win. I believe all home teams will win. I believe all home teams will win. It's, I mean, not bes- besides the Dallas Cowboys. I believe all the other home teams will win this wild card weekend. L.A. Rams, oh, I got the Rams winning. Kansas City winning. I have the San Francisco 49ers winning. Um, a close one. I have Tampa winning. Buffalo winning a close one, and Cincinnati winning. That's your keys to victory for the wild card weekend games. Now we on to Best and Worst. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here, we're going to go with the Best and Worst of the Week. I really want to go into the best right now. We're going to go into the best right now. First best is the Georgia Bulldogs finally beating Alabama in the National Championship game. They lost to them SEC. They lost to them uh, I think believe a year before the, the year ago the SEC, and they lost. And no, not to note they lost to them in 2018, the championship when Tua did a, you know, you know he did his thing to Devontae Smith. That, that was a tremendous game, by the way. I must say that was a very special. But Georgia Bulldogs winning and against Alabama and the way they won was just uh, a, a pretty, a pretty sight to see. Another good thing, man, probably one of the one of the best moments. It gave me goosebumps. It gave me chills. It was just so happy to see Clay Thompson return this past Sunday against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he and he posted somebody, man. He came back straight dunking on people, man. That's what I'm talking about. It was just a special moment. The intro was just something special. It was just good to see Clay Thompson back. And and, and I didn't even notice. He haven't played since the Game 6 of the 2019 finals. Unbelievable. Um, uh, and of course, the worst. You have the worst, probably the worst until the next season start is the Indianapolis Colts losing a chance to play in the postseason. Man, against the horrible Jacksonville Jaguars. And then you lose at home against the Raiders. Followed the the previous week. And then you go and lose to the Jaguars, man. It's unbelievable. Hey, like they say in every sport, it's always next year. But man, I'm for sure. Not most of the people gonna be around. They just blew away opportunity to go into postseason. After they everyone said that no more want to play in the episode. Nobody nobody wanted to play the Colts. Now they not gonna be playing the Colts. They're not gonna be playing nobody because they not even in the playoffs. It is just very embarrassing, and you got humiliated by a team that have been horrible fun since their existence. But that would do it for this episode of Sports to Talking. To myself, we'll be back next week episode sixty-seven. Um, hope you guys have a tremendous week. Have a tremendous weekend. I will be watching some of these games. I will be tuning into these games. I'm, I'm I'm positive of that. Um, But I will see you guys next week. Guys, have a good week. Remain the rest of the week and a good weekend. As always, be good, be great, be blessed, and I will see you next week.